This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. What's up, everyone? My Peter Tingle is tingling. Yeah. Okay. This is the Dorkside News, and uh, we'll get into what I just said right there in a second. Uh, I'm James. I'm Richard. And I'm Frankie. And we did this last time. I was like, we're the dynamic. No, that didn't work. We're the tremendously. No, nothing. Oh, God, I got nothing. All for one and one for all. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're uh, Aizawa, three, it's none for all. The three dorketeers. <laughs> three dorketeers. <laughs> Um, if you're not familiar with the show and how we operate, we just tell you news and then we talk about things and sometimes argue about things rarely, but that it happens. Um, it's all across this table. (laughs) It's all dork nerd news related. Uh, today looks like a very movie filled show filled heavy news segment. So there's going to be some interesting things in here. If you like us or if you don't like us either, or please go to smash bomb and review us. You can find that just by looking up dork side. Uh, go to dorksidenews.com to interact with us at the websites at any one of our social medias. And yeah, okay, housekeeping done. First up, the final uh, Far From Home trailer came out today. Well, I wouldn't even call it a trailer. It was like a 10-second teaser. And it's probably one of my favorite ones so far. And it just has Aunt May calling um, the spider sense the Peter Tingle. And... <laughs> Peter's like, May, don't call it Tingle, please. <laughs> I can't wait to see this movie. Uh, at the time of recording, it comes out in a week, exactly one week. So, I feel like Spider-Man um, Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, MCU Spider-Man. I feel like people uh, gave it so much crap because the MCU characters never have all of their powers in the first few minutes that they show up. Yeah. And it drives people nuts. They're like, oh my God. Like, he's so much more powerful in the comic books or whatever. And Especially in the case of Captain Marvel. <laughs> she didn't have half of her powers in the beginning of the movie, yeah. but that's probably because... Now she's more powerful in the MCU than yeah. she was in the comic books. But um, people made a huge deal about Spider-Man not having Spider-Sense. And they do, like, at one point. They just never call it Spider-Sense. Yeah. And, you know, he does actually have um, a little bit of the Spider-Sense. Like, one one scene in the first movie. So now that they're actually calling it out, uh, I wonder if that just takes people away and pretty soon they'll be like, no, this is the one true Spider-Man. No, no other Spider-Man can be as good as him. And then 10 years from now, they'll be like, Oh man, well, it uh, could be the it, new guy sucks. It could be Feige just going, you know what? You know what? They're complaining that they didn't have spider sense here. We're going to give you spider sense, but we're not going to call it spider sense. So you can go fuck yourself. Maybe. I, I just, I think everything's planned in MCU. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they yield to pressure. Yeah. Eight years ago, they were talking about the Peter Tingle when, they, when we got to this point today and they've reached it. Yep. Um, we are all excited. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it on opening day, but it will be opening week that we're going to see it for sure. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and the seats open next to me. We'll have to look it up. I have no money yet, but payday's coming. There you go. Um, so I wanted to skip ahead real quick because it's it also follows suit. Feige has confirmed that this uh, this movie is the last movie in the Infinity War saga. Even though the last movie was Endgame, yep. this is the, the last movie. The previous movie was Endgame. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. The previous movie was Endgame. This one being the final one, even though it's not Endgame because it's already happened, it's the final one. It should be leading into our next phase. Yeah. So, and everybody with that, everybody's... This is like the epilogue. Yeah, everybody's assuming, oh, that means we're going to see the Fantastic Four. 
Uh, we don't know what we're going to see. Yeah, I mean, we know that they've said that they could be lying. Yeah. They've said like there won't be X-Men in the next phase. Um, I think I think they also said no Fantastic Four, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. They definitely well, said no X-Men. Yeah. Um, the other thing I read too was there was, you know, a couple test screenings for the audience. I don't know. I, mean, I get why, but I don't know why you need to test screen this movie because everybody's hyped for it. It's going to do well. It's a billion dollar movie. Uh, yeah. You have to do a lot of testing. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Um, and there was multiple people saying that they couldn't believe the post credit scene and it was the best post credit scene they've seen ever. And I'm like, so much more excited now to see this damn movie. I, I can only imagine. Probably uh, it's going to finally reveal how sometimes Nick Fury has his eye patch on the wrong eye. <laughs> Did you see that news? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see that news, Frankie? So they put up the like, a teaser poster, like one of the ones for every character that's in uh, Far From Home. And they put up Nick Fury and his eye patch was on the wrong side because they basically just accidentally mirrored it. And Samuel L. Jackson called him out and was like, why is my eye patch on the wrong side, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> so then somebody photoshopped it. So they had an eye patch on both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, it's funny when, when Samuel L. Jackson's calling people out on that. That's great. Yeah. All right. So you asked me this question and I wanted to go over on the podcast. The final reveal or, or trailer for the Stranger Things season three, and that's like what um, ten uh, days from now? Yeah, uh, no, uh, eight days, eight days yeah. nine days. Soon, it's July fourth. Yeah, and I know July second is a week away because that's when Spider Man comes out. <laughs> it's like every, everybody's imagining we at the house are just going to throw like some Fourth of July pool party barbecue and all that. <laughs> no, we're just going to be in front of our screen watching Stranger I, I, given Things. Given a choice, <laughs> like I would rather watch Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Can you shut these fireworks up? I'm trying to watch TV here. <laughs> I mean, we might have burgers and, and, and yeah, hot dogs yeah, yeah, with sure. the, with the movie, but or the series. And but, that night, I'm watching uh, Far From Home, so like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get some angry incense. <laughs> you know what angry incense is, right? Sparklers. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but do you think the Stranger Things... Sorry. Stranger Things 3 trailer that just came out revealed too much? Okay. So uh, if you haven't watched, the new trailer uh, reveals... Well, at least... They might be lying. You never know what trailers are, or if the trailers are... Especially in the case of Stranger Things, where they can do that and get away with it. So it suggests that the Mind Flayer was never sent back. He's still here. And um, they are are not going to go home. They are going to wipe us out, and now our world is going to be their world. Yeah. And... uh, but is the mind flayer, the mind flayer needs a host. We know that much. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like the host was, I think his name is Jonathan. It's been a while since I've seen it. The it was the, the older, the old, not not Mikey, the or yeah. not the one who went to the the. Oh my god, the upside down. Um, the older brother or the older, I don't know if it's a brother. I forgot who it was. But yeah. the boyfriend. The, it, the boyfriend. Yeah, it was that guy who looks like he was possessed or taken over. So now we know who the, in theory, we know who the villain yeah. is. We know who has been possessed, so we we know that the secret reveal, I guess. And now we're going to watch a whole season where we know the kids are going to win because this is an American show. So, 
Well, so the kids are going to win. That's that's a given. We just don't know but, who's going to die. Yeah, I was going to say, but who's going to die? Is it going to be Jonathan? Is it Eleven maybe dies? We basically know that one person's going to die. I think so. I think somebody else has to die. Yeah. And there is a whole uprising, by the way, about, um, oh, what's her name? In the, the first season, it was uh, the, the girl that was only in the show for like two or three episodes. It got pulled in the water. Or, oh, yeah. There was a whole, like, where did she go? We want more. And I was like, I mean, I would like to know what happened to her, too. But there's some angry people. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us where the fuck she went. Like, okay, calm down. Yeah, I, I get it. So, um, so now, uh, is it too much? Is this trailer too much? Um, okay, so this is supposed to be uh, loosely based off of Dungeons and Dragons, correct? Some of the monsters. This the okay the monsters, uh, they use D and D terms. Yeah. Because in the first first episode, they're, they're playing they're D&D. playing D and D. But actually, nothing, um, nothing looks or acts anything like anything from D and D. See, and that's that's what's weird because I was I I'm I love Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, it's one of those shows that takes place around my birthday, so it, it makes me like it even more. Um, and I was watching like vignettes and behind the scenes yeah. and all this other stuff, and they're they're calling the monsters by their their uh, their D and D names. The producers are so the producers are referring to these monsters as the Demigorgon and the Mind Flayer and sure. stuff. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they are supposed to be what they're saying right i mean like demogorgon is a um is a demi god devil thing uh he's a singular entity he's the ruler of like one of the levels of hell and um he has two heads which the demogorgon in netflix did not have two heads Uh, demogorgon in netflix Uh, was a dog uh demogorgon um he was demogorgon is a two-headed hyena okay god He's the god of uh, of the evil gnolls. The gnolls are the uh, kind of like orcs, but yeah. they're hyenas. Yep. So Demogorgon, I, I don't know. Maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe that's why. And then you get the Mind Flayer, which, of course, the Mind, mind Flayer is a species of, of they kind of look like Cthulhu, but without wings. Yeah. Right? But, but in, the, in the sense of, well, even Stranger Things, but they could get away with, you know, Mind Flayer is a parasitic entity you don't necessarily will have to ever see it's it's quote-unquote body if it's just taking over hosts you don't necessarily ever have to see what it looks like well but in the um in the series it it's a thing yeah that takes control of your brain and then forces you to be its slave and then ultimately it eats your brain the only thing we know in stranger things is that it makes clouds really weird yeah Yeah, i guess so (laughs) Uh, it's definitely more of a malevolent godlike being in in Stranger yeah. Things. So if it, if it turns out to be a a tentacle faced monster thing, I will go nuts. <laughs> I will be frothing on the ground, spinning circles, kicking in the air. Uh, I'll be so because excited. he's possessed by the mind flayer. I'll be so excited. <laughs> um, well, so the reason I asked the question of, of the monsters in D and D is there a monster or a god or a being above a mind flayer that could control them? Well, I mean, the mind flayers have a god. Okay. So, I mean, I guess that's it. Maybe something to do with that. Like, yeah, we're dealing with the mind flayer, but it's not really the mind flayer. It's something worse than the mind flayer. I don't know. I'm just throwing I don't know. ideas That's, out. I'm, my hope is what you're basically hinting at, which is that the trailer is lies. 
that the mind flayer is not the big mega villain, but it's something else. That's my that would be my hope. It's Will's mom. That's what it it's, is. <laughs> anytime we see one of these trailers, my hope is that they're lying to us, because then they can make something really cool, get us excited, and then we don't we don't feel disappointed that we know what what was going to happen. I feel like Netflix does a lot of catering too, in a good way. Like they do a lot of fan service stuff in a in a good way. In that aspect, do you think David Harbour will have any reference to Hellboy in the series, in this in this season? Do you think he'll make a joke reference to it at one point? I'm literally clueless as to what you're talking about. David Harbour is the new Hellboy, the sheriff. The one that flopped? Yeah. That nobody cares about? Yeah. I mean, he, still, he was Hellboy. They, I, You know, to be fair to your point, I think they will make a, a reference to it, and almost nobody will get it. <laughs> because... Like, oh, yeah, he was that guy. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I don't know. I I didn't see it, and I see all the movies, but I don't like it. Um, <laughs> you can't say it. I mean, you can say it flopped money wise, but you can't say it flopped if you haven't seen it personally. Oh, I can say it flopped because that's a business discussion. <laughs> that's, that's I, fair. I, I, if I said it was a horrible movie, then you'd be like, you didn't even see it. I'd be like, you're right, but I can say it flopped, yeah. which it did. It did. It very much did. <laughs> um, that went out of theaters so quick. <laughs> yeah, it did. Frankie, do you remember this old 90s movie called The Craft? No. Oh my gosh, what the hell? I think we're going to have to have a movie night. So, <laughs> so you have to see The Craft, Bad Girls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mean Girls. Or Mean Girls, Mean Girls, yeah, you're right. Um, so The Craft was about these three girls who are witches, and they're trying to find their fourth, because all witch spells require four girls, or four okay. people. And but, but they don't know that magic works. Yeah. They don't know. They're, they're trying at that point. it. They're just trying it to see if it works, and then their kind spells, their spells start working, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is this is actually working." I think I know of it. I don't know if I've watched it though. Um, damn, I used to know um, the antagonist's real name. I forgot oh, what her name yeah. was. Like, Ava, it starts with a F. Her last name starts with an F. I forgot. Or first Beautiful, name. like hot, sexy goth girls. Yeah, and they get magic spells, and they're basically like Mean Girls, but cooler and funner. Yeah, I imagine. Well, I was gonna say imagine Mean Girls, but he hasn't seen it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mean Girls, but with magic. That's basically what it is. But uh, anyways, they're remaking it, and they actually um, announced a few pieces of news that we didn't actually know yet. Um, first, it's being produced by Blumhouse. Blumhouse makes all good shit, so that's one good piece of uh, news right there. Um, and they have an actress already. I She's been in a few movies, but they haven't been very big. I think they've been Netflix movies. So they've been, you know, here and there. Uh, her name is Kaylee Spaney, I think it is. But I looked at her and she looks like she would fit the you role. Looked at her, huh? <laughs> yeah, I looked at her. Uh, she looks like she'd fit the role of the, the protagonist. And I, I really think um, if that's who they're going with, it, this could work really well. It, she looks pretty cool. She looks like she fits it. I guess you would know. <laughs> I, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the craft. Come on. No, it um, it's gonna be a good movie. I think Bumhouse is making it. The craft is already a good movie. If they're just remaking that and they're just using that as a a jumping off point, I don't think they can. I mean, they can ruin it, but I don't think they will. I hope. Uh, I hope they can capture the spirit without a beat for beat remake, because then I can enjoy it is adding to the concept as opposed to just being like, well, this scene is better. Oh, but that scene wasn't as good. Like, I, I hate those beat-for-beat beat remakes. I really want something new and different. Yeah. I want to be surprised. This should be good. This should be good. Um, in the next Netflix realm, real quick, um, 
we got a couple pieces of news actually. Um, did you guys watch Rim of the World? What was I did again? not. It's a movie. I want to say it's like Lord of the Flies. It's not really, but it does take place. The, all, the entire movie uh, revolves around children. Um, these children go to camp, and during their camp exploits, um, Earth gets taken over by an alien invasion. <laughs> it just quickly changes into that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That was awesome. It was such a good movie, and it's like Goonies, but with aliens. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Um, I'm trying to make sure that I get the word out there. Everybody should see this movie. Yeah, see this movie. It's it's delightfully awkward. Yep. There's a lot of, and then on top of that, there is so many reused movie tropes where you know the director was like, "I'm gonna put this in there just as a joke." Yep. Because uh, <laughs> King Botch is in it. Ha. <laughs> That's great. Uh, King Botch is in it, and he was like, "Why are they making us talk like this? Because uh, why would why are they making us talk like '80s black people?" He's like, "Because that's what they want us to do." <laughs> but they're like they're like talking off camera, but not. It was weird. He's like, "Do you see another black kid in this white camp?" <laughs> it was just funny. Um, there was like you know a, a look at the camera. There was explosions. Like all these TV tropes that and movie tropes that you're familiar with, they just use them all. And <laughs> one of the one of the aliens puts its uh, like it reaches out with its hand, and one of its fingers like grabs the kid in the in the mouth. No, it's, it's it, it comes out of his mouth. It's a thing that comes out of his mouth and goes into the kid's mouth. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, did he just French kiss you? And the kid's like, why do you? Why are you assuming alien biology? He's like, a lot. It's it's you know, it could be you know a cranial genitalia. And he's like, did you just say he had his dick in my mouth? <laughs> did he just put his dick in my mouth <laughs> like it's a movie about kids but it's it's like rated r it's definitely an yeah. r-rated movie yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. you know bodies flying everywhere there's cursing it's, it's so fucking funny though this is a goonies movie for adults who grew up watching goonies yeah <laughs> which is i guess it's a niche audience but <laughs> I, I liked it i thought I, it, was it was really great amazing it sounds did, like did something see i would watch no, that's the next one I want to see. Um, oh, Fabi was like, let's watch that. And then we ended up watching, I forgot, another movie that... Oh, we ended up watching Always Be My Maybe. So I felt like that was a fair fair, a fair trade. Because Always Be My Maybe was pretty funny, too. Uh, he punched Keanu in the face, okay? All right, that's fair. <laughs> um, mother, just so the people like know about it. Is it, it mother or is it I am mother? I, I, it's, I think it's I am mother. I comma mother? Or it's something it's, like that. Yeah, something like that. It's about the robot being a mom, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's so it's post post apocalyptic world. A woman, or I mean, a, a, a robot, um, puts a human embryo in a incubator, and then raises a kid. And this kid is um, it has never seen another human, and she's. I mean, this is the recreation of civilization. There, there's no more humans on the planet, huh. and. And it kind of explores her interaction with with this robot as she needs to learn ethics and she needs to learn how to become you know a good person or whatever. And it um, you have to pay real close attention to what's going on because uh, I, I don't want to spoil it. I just want to make sure that when you watch it, the last scene of the movie. You have to watch that last scene and then replay the movie in your head so that you can see what's really going on. Interesting. It's so interesting how how things have been set up 
there's lies everywhere. Everything is lying to everything. Okay. And that's very clear throughout the like the whole movie. Yeah. But you don't know what the truth is until the end. Okay. So yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I it, that's so that's good. next on my list, except one has been bumped to the top because Fabi has requested that we watch a movie for the last two weeks and I haven't watched it yet, so I feel like we, no, we should do it. Fair. It's okay. a silent voice. Uh, it's an anime about a deaf girl. So okay. I'm excited to watch it because deaf has a lot to do with my family. I have a lot of deaf grandparents and all that stuff. Um, so bad news, but meh. Netflix is finally losing the office. They are losing the license to, to run the office. Yep. So that means you got two years to finish it because it doesn't expire for another two years. So if people don't know, like uh, all of the non, non-native non content on all these channels, they just basically rotate these things. Yeah. They buy a contract and somebody else buys the next contract and it just rotates through. You will eventually be able to watch The Office again on Netflix probably There's other free, stre- free streaming services right now that are playing them. I've seen advertisements on billboards here. Yeah. And it's free services that like I don't even know what they are. They're just some weird app. Like, we have all The Office. So, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, I'm hoping that, I mean, I love The Office. I still got to finish it. I'm like five seasons in, so I only like the first three seasons, and then it, it gets a little interesting. Um, I'm hoping that if they rotate out The Office, they bring back in Doctor Who, because Netflix did have Doctor Who for a while. I liked it. I, I just like the experience of watching things on Netflix more than on Amazon. Yeah, and I don't know why. Probably because I started with Netflix. It's my it's my first I don't girlfriend. Think so. <laughs> I, I just think that because Amazon stuffs their player inside of a shopping site. Yeah. And it's just not a good experience. You're looking at stuff you want to watch, and half the things is like, well, you have to buy this. And you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't I don't want to buy, buy this. I just wanted to watch it. I, I don't want to buy it, and I don't even want to be shown stuff. Like, can I click a button to not try to sell me anything? <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, this was interesting news. Frankie, do you know who one of the songs was by in Lion King? There's some pretty famous names attached to a lot of the music in Lion King. Which song in particular? Circle of Life. Circle of Life. Not off the top of my head. You don't know that song? Well, I know the song, but I, I'm saying I don't know who, who he's talking about. It was Elton John. Okay. So Elton John wrote the song, and we just found out that the new Lion King movie may have Elton John competing for an Oscar against Elton John. The movie's not even out yet, and they already are like... <laughs> saying it's an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. So I guess Elton John's doing another song for this one, and he's going to have to fight himself for an Oscar, I guess. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to... <laughs> it's already Oscar nominated even though it's not even out I mean I don't doubt that it will be a good movie because from what I've seen I get chills just from the trailers and I feel like that's enough to make me want to go watch it and I nostalgia factor and all that stuff the warthog being deathly terrifying looks amazing <laughs> we wanted to make the warthog as real as possible yeah it's terrifying to look at so <laughs> but they don't have four tusks they don't no I think this one only has two I saw I saw a clip I'm pretty sure it has four tusks I will look it up real because quick. Because the cartoon had four tusks, so he's not as realistic as possible. He's he's scarier than a real warhawk. He's a demonic warhawk. <laughs> he's it's like a cat with six toes. Okay, so it's weird. He I don't know. I don't know. So he no, he in this one he does have two tusks, and the four other tusks. things that looks like it's coming off looks like hair. Oh, okay. So maybe I saw a uh, somebody else who created um, a one that's true to the cartoon. Because yeah. In the cartoon, he has four tests. Yeah, yeah. So no, the, um, the uh, Pumbaa okay, cool. Pumbaa in this one looks terrifying. 
Like he looks scary, and I think it's gonna Warthogs be. Warthogs kill people. I know, and I think it's gonna be. Oh, like lions kill people, but the lions look cute in this movie. I'm like, oh, that's a cute lion. Like you're not terrified of a lion. That warthog is scary. All right, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's gonna be funny if someone comes out and goes, "I was enjoying Lion King until Puma came out and scared my kid." And I was like, I just can't wait to see that news. Um. So the new Lion King's gonna have Elton John competing against Elton John. That should be a pretty funny story. Um, yeah, this was personal news that I was excited to, to read. Everybody knows how much I love Kevin Smith and Everybody. Kevin Smith just got greenlit to do his technically first TV show. And we have no idea what it is. Um, I say technically cause he did do the clerks animated series. It was an only a six or 10 episode cartoon series. And then it, it, it didn't it failed, but in my eyes it didn't because I enjoyed it so much. I actually bought the DVDs. I thought the Clerks animated series was hilarious, but it- now, now Kevin Smith, um, in in addition to his kind of raunchy humor um, movies, he's also uh, I think he's helmed the X Men for for several years, right? Um, no, I, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was X Men. I do know that he wrote Green Hornet. And I do know he was asked to write the Superman script. He did and then revoked it because they wanted to change it. And he wrote, he recently wrote Hit Girl. Okay. Uh, I think it was a limited issue series that just came out. I'm excited to read that one. It looks cool. He was joking. He was like, Hit Girl, the one I wrote is basically Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but it's a Hit Girl. And I was like, okay, that sounds funny. Um, the news we got for it, though, was Kevin Smith is and Mark Bernard and his co-host on on the podcast that I listen to are he's they're both writing it, and they said the only thing they said is it's not a Marvel show, yeah, but it is an IP everyone is familiar with, and it's a nostalgic IP, and that's all that we've we've been given. Hmm. I uh, my random guess with no information is DC Universe, because uh, they're going to try to save that network before it gets shut down. And, it could be. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith has been a very vigilant about saying how good, how much like he likes the DCU, how much he likes Doom Patrol. He said he's going to watch Swamp Thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. I just, I just think for him to explicitly say it's not Marvel. So he keeps joking I, on the podcast himself. He keeps joking how he wants to, you know, he he would like to do a Marvel thing, sure. but but he doesn't want to do like a typical Marvel movie because he's not good at directing action. He just wants to direct the talking. Okay. So, so he's been joking that he wants to do that, and that's yeah. why he's like, it's not Marvel, but again, that could mean it's DC. Yep. Um, we have, but like I said, we have no idea what it is. Um, Mark Bernardin is on it. Mark Bernardin is an excellent writer. He did Castle Rock, and he's doing another one. Um, oh, damn it! I we just talked about it the the last podcast. A new show coming out on Netflix with uh, um, Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne. Carnival Row. He wrote. He's writing that. Okay. And that one looks crazy. I mean, I only saw a 10-second trailer for that, and I was like, yep, I'm hooked. I, I have no idea what's going on. It's got Orlando Bloom, Cara Delevingne. One of them has fairy wings. I don't know who. You okay. assume it's Cara Delevingne, but they don't... The way that they showed it, it looked it could have been Orlando Bloom who was fairy wings. I don't know. It looks good, though. Um, But yeah, I'm excited that Kevin Smith is finally getting a show. He's joked around a lot that Netflix never gives him a show, and Netflix gives everybody a show. <laughs> so he's he's like, oh, he finally got one. Yeah, I, oh, wait, he he got a Netflix show. They didn't say if it was Netflix or not. Oh, okay. 
So, but it could it could go there. He just hasn't said anything about it, and he did one hundred percent confirm when he's going to release news about it. Yeah, during Comic Con. Okay. He was like, they so even more makes it probably a comic yeah. book thing. He was like, we're going to announce it maybe at Comic Con. There might be a trailer, and then everybody started laughing. He's like, there's gonna be a trailer. <laughs> So, yeah, look for Comic-Con for a new show coming out. Marvel is going to be at Comic-Con this year. They weren't last year. They're going to be there this year. Okay. So that means there's going to oh, be a lot of the new phase. Yep. Here's the problem, though. This could launch the new phase or D23, which is the Disney um, Expo. So Disney could also, the Disney Expo also could be the one that That's launches. Fair. Oh, yeah, they could launch... Uh, they could have scenes from the new shows that are Marvel on Disney Plus. I would yeah, I would fair. assume that Marvel would the or Comic Con would launch uh, launch the next phase of Marvel movies, and D twenty three would launch the the first phase of Disney shows. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's gonna be news for that. Okay, so I just saw a trailer for this next show, and it looks awesome. So it's called The Current War. And it is a, I think it seems like it's a true-to-life uh, retelling of the war between Edison, Tesla, and West, uh, Westinghouse. So this war that everybody talks about between Edison and Tesla, nobody mentions Westinghouse at all. Yeah, I've never heard. Now, Westinghouse is a big government contractor. Yeah. So I, I've just never heard him uh, re- like referred in the same conversation with... Uh, Edison, so that's cool. Yeah, and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is the lead. So I, I'm already hooked there. Benedict Cumberbatch is one of done, you know, top actors for me. So if you say he's in a movie, I'm watching it. I honestly think I've seen everything he's done. I, I can't think of some... Well, okay, I lied. Uh, I still haven't seen the, the new Three Hobbit movies. No? I don't know. My interest hasn't been there to see them. I think if I go back and watch The Lord of the Rings... It will get my interest back into wanting to watch the next three Hobbit movies. It's kind of funny because playing the game, I was like, it has been a real long time <laughs> since I've watched this. Um, but I know, you know, Desolation of Smog, that is Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. But if I could um, say a movie that you guys should watch, Theory of Everything. Or not Theory of Everything. That's someone else. My bad. Imitation Game. I get those confused because I watch those pretty much at the same time. Uh, Imitation Game is really good, and that's uh, Alan Turing. He's being Alan Turing in that mm-hmm. one and going over... I guess I when you the watch The, the Hobbit, I'll uh, watch it. You haven't watched it either? No, no, I've watched The Hobbit. Oh, okay. So when you watch The Hobbit, then I'll worry about watching uh, Imitation recommendation. Imitation Game? Imitation yeah. Game is on Netflix now, so... Um, really good... Uh, I would I would suggest if you guys are listening to this now while we're still in June to watch it because it has a lot to do with pride. Okay. Because Alan Turing was gay and it was uh, very much a cardinal sin in his time. They actually chemically castrated him in, well, in the movie and in real life mm. because he was gay. So, yeah, that, that, that sucks. But it's a good movie. Um, speaking of not good movies... <laughs> Space Jam 2 started filming, Frankie. <laughs> Why do you think it's going to be bad? Because, I mean, it's not Space Jam. <clears throat> what if I told you they completely swapped out Looney Tunes for Shonen Jump? Let's just go either Shonen Jump or Funimation. 
as like, you know, the company or car animator where those are the, the creatures or people that are going to be playing the bas- basketball games. Wait, wait. Still not interested. So you're going to switch it out to a different cartoon and then you're still not going to have any of the big basketball players because they all... LeBron James is in it. Yeah, LeBron James That's is in it. it. Yeah. He's the only uh, Nike guy because he's the only... No, because... He's the only one that could get away with the contract. Because the other basketball players don't like Nike. <laughs> I don't know. So is you're going to have this basketball movie that's supposed to be so iconic that doesn't have almost any of the current basketball stars. When Space Jam, you know it had more than just Michael Jordan. It had well, Larry Bird. I mean, yeah, of course. But, I mean, most, like, then when it came to the game, most of it was played by like the animated like cartoons and then that's, that's fair yeah. Michael Jordan so why am I I mean at that point you're just taking a real life world and sticking cartoons on it but like, well, I mean honestly so that's why I'm saying like I'm not too worried that it's gonna suck because it's already I'm it's already a movie that's not really like God, like Godzilla the people who got mad at Godzilla it's just like Wow, you're still, mad because it didn't have actors? I still love the news. Hey, from how that about one. being mad that anytime that they had an intense fight scene, they put up a bunch of smoke. They didn't show any of the locations that they were actually supposed to be fighting in. Why don't you have them like destroy the arch from uh, 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 St. Louis? Why don't you show anything that's reflective of the, of the cities where they are fighting? Anything. They never did because <laughs> it's a crappy movie. <laughs> I didn't see it, so I don't know. Like, I just know that people were asking but, for more more Godzilla fighting, and they put in more Godzilla fighting, and then other uh, other um, what am I thinking of? The word people that or other critics, sorry, other critics were saying that there's not enough human interaction and it's too much monster fighting, and they're like, that's what you guys asked for. No, those guys who maybe don't like kaiju. Okay, that's fine. You don't like kaiju, and you and you, you know, your job made you watch this movie you didn't want to watch. Okay, they should still legitimately say they don't like it. That's yeah. fine. But the people who like Godzilla wanted more, and the people that just were like, "Well, I I'm happy anytime I see kaiju fighting." Okay, that's great. I don't know why you're spending money to see this movie. Then apparently you could just rewatch the same battles from the first movie because. There's no value to the story of the kaiju here. There's no value. That's the problem. It's just just like they're not really fighting in the cities they say they're fighting in. So why say you're fighting there? Why lie? And, and the BS reasons why that they're keeping capturing these monsters and keeping them underground or whatever. Why even do that? Just have a monster show up from space like they always do and have them fight. That's fine. You, the kaiju people would not have been complaining if you just had these monsters randomly show up and Godzilla saves everybody or whatever and destroys a whole city while, while he's doing it. Nobody would, the kaiju lovers would not have complained. Now, the fact that there's some easygoing people that are just like, all I wanted was big monsters to fight and I will keep forking over money to watch big monsters fight. Okay, whatever. But some of us want kaiju with either good stories or kaiju with no lies. And don't even claim to have a story. <laughs> Plenty of kaiju stories don't really have a story. And you just watch them and then it ends. So you're like, okay, that's cool. Uh, I, I love kaiju. And they also had um, Eleven in there. 
as one of the, I think she was one of the main. She was, yeah. One of the main actresses. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to throw her in there, at least make a joke or a reference that she can use powers to fight the kaiju would, or something. It would have been hilarious. Um, but yeah, so back, back to Space Jam 2. I am not looking forward to it, but Frankie has high hopes. I'd rather talk about anything else except Space Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about another movie? Um, we can. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, go ahead, Frankie. Defend this movie with your life. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> This is where his career flops. <laughs> we said defend it. Don't <laughs> his, his I'm his calling move. it. Apparently, he loses all of his basketball magic filming this, and he goes back to play, and they're like, what happened? It's like the, the exponentially worse EA curse. Like, if you're on the cover of Madden, or if you're on the cover of an NBA game, you're, you do a bad that year. But if you're in a Space Jam movie, you do bad the rest of your life. <laughs> my, my I mean, Michael Jordan went to go play baseball, and that didn't work out. That's true. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully, I mean, hopefully it is a good movie. I mean, I have high hopes. I just don't think it'll do well. I, it's, I feel like it's going to be missing. I mean, I, I partially also don't think it's going to do well, purely not for, like, the basketball side of it. Like, I think that's what's going to draw people in. What's not going to draw people in is that it's Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney Tunes um, hasn't been a really big thing in the last couple of years. No. Uh, they are remaking Looney Tunes. Yeah. I, I've seen some new stuff come out from it. Um, I, they, I don't know where they're going with it, though. The, the 15, 20-second trailer that I've seen of the new Looney Tune. It was it I, was too much all at once, and I really hope that they don't do that. I want to know where uh, Roger Rabbit Two is, is yeah, please because that's what I want. Um, Space Jam, I just don't care. I don't care about any of the characters, and I definitely don't care about some sports ball player. So um, <laughs> I just don't care, and and that's fine. People who love basketball, well, you're, they're not going to see their favorite stars unless they just really love Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Um, I would or LeBron like LeBron James uh, or LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah, I would like to make a suggestion for the uh, Space Jam two executives listening to the podcast right now, since we know you are. Space Jam three can be you know uh, esports. You have the esports guys come in and the Looney Tunes play. I don't know. It's just uh, it was dumb. I I think you're on to something. I think if they had did a, done a different version of sports ball, then I think that. That would have really brought something. Like Looney what? Tunes Rocket League. Hockey's getting kind of big. It is. Well, at least in Vegas it is. Um, I feel like the whole world, I think it's spreading. Yeah. And uh, soccer seems to be doing well. Or football, as our everyone else in the world neighbors like to say. I wonder if um, hockey's growing more and more appeasing to people because that primal instinct is coming out more. You're like, I want to see someone punch somebody. Well, and I think it's, uh, I think it, the fights in hockey are safer. Yeah. Than football, where it's like causing permanent brain damage, or, or, like, or UFC, where <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. Um, okay, so next up, have you seen the trailer for this next show? I love the boys. Do you know of it? Yeah, I didn't know anything about it until oh. I saw this trailer, so okay. it's interesting. Frankie, have you seen anything about the boys? No, I have not. So I think it was crap. What did I see? It. I think it was Amazon Prime. It is Amazon. Yeah, Prime. Amazon it's a, Prime. It's their it's their own series. Yeah. And Amazon Original is what they call it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it was a, uh, like, what happens if superheroes are not the superheroes that we want? I don't know. Uh, so, uh, for those people at, at home that like Brandon Sanderson, he's a pretty prolific 
author who writes a lot of different um, franchises of sci-fi books. Ooh. And oh, wait, I know Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, you know Brandon. Everybody knows Brandon Sanderson. Well, all geeks know Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> um, he he, he made a series called The Reckoners, and in that, superheroes appear, but instead of being the heroes we want, they end up using their powers to uh, control cities, um, rape people, basically do whatever they want because they're gods. And, uh, and there's different tiers. So there's, there's the superheroes who are so powerful. They can, they're like Superman. They can control the whole city. There's people who are just like, oh, just mildly powerful. And they're kind of like bullies. And uh, the Reckoners book series is about a bunch of humans who get together and basically form terrorist cells where they assassinate these most powerful um, superheroes to kind of prove that, hey, uh, humans can keep these guys in line. The boys seems very much inspired. I feel like they basically didn't want to pay Sanderson <laughs> to, to do this series or something. And, uh, and so here we go. We get a bunch of humans that are going to take down um, villains, presumably because heroes are not stepping up to do their job. But that, we don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the one thing I did want to point out, though, um, it's been a while since I've seen the... I, it looks like he's the protagonist, the main actor. Okay. And I, uh, the last time I s- saw him, I enjoyed him thoroughly. And so I'm glad he's back. Frank, you even know who Carl Urban is? Not off the top of my head. You do. I, I, I pulled it up just in case when Frankie said he didn't know. So he played Bones in Star Trek. The new Star Trek. He's like 86 years old. <laughs> yeah, not not that Bones. Away. Sorry about the that. The new Bones. <laughs> Um, he, let me see. He was also in uh, Lord. He was in Lord of the Rings. Should he was in Lord of the Rings? I didn't know that. He was in. We're not going to mention Doom, but he was in Doom. Um. Oh, that's okay. I was trying to think of another one that I know Frankie would know. He was Scourge in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, okay. So I was like, he's he he's I guess the leader of the boys, and okay. and so I don't know. This trailer looked like. Looks amazing. It, see, it, it seemed like it was the Titans trailer from last year, where it was trying to go dark and gritty, but it yeah. was it was Titans, and nobody wanted Titans like that. <laughs> Even though it seems like Titans is doing well, yeah. Um, but this seems like it was in the same vein of that. But because it's not Titans, they can they're they're fine now. We're not expecting Beast Boy. We're not expecting Raven. We're expecting a gritty version of some superheroes, mm-hmm. and that's what we're getting. So it looks it looks cool as hell. If you guys get a chance, it's coming out soon. Um, probably I think in a month or two. I forgot when the exact release date is. I think it's next month, July near the end, I believe. Yep. Um, but check it out. It looks it looks pretty cool. I think I think it'll be enjoyable. Uh, Amazon Prime is killing it right now, in my opinion too. All of their originals that are coming out, like the last few, have been great. They, um, especially Good Omens. I feel like they're good. But they're also niche. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Right? Netflix makes stuff like like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is mass appeal. Everybody in the world was talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Netflix makes mass appeal. Everybody's talking about Netflix. Stranger Things. Yeah. Everybody um, knows what it is. But Good Omens, there's like people, I think, like us. And I don't know what we are, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think I think we seem to like... 
some like sarcastic kind of British style stuff. Well, I'm a huge fan of Doctor Who, so that's already naturally yeah. embedded in me. And especially, you know, David Tennant being one of the stars and he's my favorite doctor. I was already in from the beginning. Yeah. But taking the doctor out of this because it's not Doctor Who yeah. and using David Tennant as the actor he's, he is, mm -hmm. this show was amazing. I laughed. It Do was great. It was what's that? Definitely good omens. Good omens, yeah. Yeah, good omens was great. It, it was it was great, but I just don't think many people will watch it. Um, and it, it's a little quirky. It is, and it, it's only six episodes, so you push through, guys. Yeah, and, it's and it's quick. Yeah. Um, the the car on fire was probably the best. Part of the whole <laughs> yeah, that was that was, was awesome. Yeah. Um, so up next we got oh yeah okay so I wanted to throw this out there. I know I'm very late on the game, pun intended. Um, I finally beat Marvel's Spider-Man. Uh, Rich was kind enough to let me borrow it, and I in, I thoroughly enjoy sandbox games like this. And this scratches the itch I have been... I didn't know I was looking for for the last month. Uh, this fucking game is amazing. If, I, if this game doesn't win Game of the Year, uh, I would be shocked only, be, only because I think Red Dead 2 might, might get it. Yeah, but this game fair. was absolutely amazing and it had i think it's better it had one of the most tear-jerking endings too i don't know you cut, i don't know if you made it to the ending i didn't um do you want me to tell you what it is yeah that's fine no. <laughs> well, maybe the, i don't know maybe you, avoid you don't it. want me to tell you frankie no nah, because i'm actually gonna play okay. it <laughs> yeah um so, <clears throat> i do want to point out one thing though yeah. that you'll be excited for the the game starts with negative man being one of the things that you're working towards you're trying to stop negative man um, very quickly, about halfway through the game, Negative Man rounds up the other five, and the rest of the game is now about the suicide. Or the suicide well, sorry, the Sinister Six. So you're fighting the Sinister Six, and it's fucking awesome. So what I, uh, what, so one, I think that this game is a better replacement for the Batman games, which I love the Batman game, Batman Arkham. Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's the same those. fight. It's the same fighting style. Same fighting style. Yeah. It's a it's a rhythm based. So the, the, if you don't know the the Batman Arkham games, was originally their attempt to make a fighting game off of uh, Guitar Hero. Yeah, and it, it doesn't seem like it is, and but, people would argue against you, but but it is. Yeah, no, they, they originally were making a Guitar Hero fighting game, and they were like, well, this is uh, this is very interesting, and it would be great to represent. Batman, yeah, and then it just turned into that. So, what I just feel sad about is I think because of licensing, we're not gonna get a whole slew of different characters. Because I'm like, oh man, this is so amazing! Now give me a Doctor Strange sandbox game. Yeah, okay, great. Oh my now, god, Doctor Strange right? would be an awesome game. Give me a Fantastic Four sandbox game where you kinda, even that, <sighs> even that, and you get to choose who you play as through the whole game. I would, I would be fucking set. You yeah. know, you can just be like, you know what? I don't want to play as a thing right now. I want to play as uh, Johnny Johnny Blaze, Johnny Johnny Storm. Crap. They're they're the storms. The, the storm, storm family. Yeah, sorry, Sue Storm. I'm dumb. I just, Johnny Storm. I, I don't want this engine to die in Spider Man. Right? Which is funny because I've seen some reviews that were like, I can't believe they reused the same engine. But like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah. This shit was amazing. Now they, they copied Batman. Yeah, because it fucking yeah, works. Because it works. It's amazing. <laughs> Fuck now, you guys. They did reveal a few second clip at E3 a couple years ago where they were hinting that they were going to do a Superman game based off <laughs> But I think it's dead. Superman, I, okay, I can I can tell you why Superman won't. And I, you know me. I love Superman. Yeah. Everything based around me is, is Superman. 
but most Superman never works as a video game because of how strong he is. You can't give Superman a life bar because it doesn't exist. And then if it does exist, you're going to be like, oh, great, Kryptonite again. Cool, yay. Like It's always going to come down to Kryptonite. Yeah. When, in Spider-Man, it was like he got his ass beat because... He's dealing with paranormal stuff from Negative Man. He's dealing with, you know, Doc Ock and his fucking crazy ass arms. Like, these are all things, I mean, they're not real, but potentially. That's why uh, I think Marvel just works better. You can take almost any Marvel character and throw a sandbox game and it's going to work. I'm going to play the fuck out of a Granny Goodness game. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I would play a, um, is it Impossible Man? Who's the, who's the, uh, the escape artist guy who was uh, put in Darkseid's world. He was re- He's Darkseid's son. Well, his adopted son. I have no idea. That's beyond... Oh, it's, it's a Justice League kind of character. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, the one thing that Spider-Man did very well that I wanted to point out, it's just a personal opinion, I guess, was... So, to me, they introduced a character that I didn't know about. This is a character that is in the Spider-Man lore. I just didn't know of it because I haven't read everything. Uh, Silver Sable is in this in this game. You didn't know about Silver Sable. I didn't know anything about Silver Sable. Yeah, she's kind of a niche character. She's she's, she's a niche character. But, she's like a D-list character. Which was funny because playing through the game, I was like, man, she seems like she'd be an awesome character. I wonder if you know if they're going to do anything with her. And then I go look at the DLC, Silver Sable D- DLC is the very first thing on the list. The thing about Silver Sable is that she's been in a bunch of the other v- video games. She has. Yeah. She was back on the, like, the PlayStation um original like PlayStation Spider-Man. But I just think that that's because the IP for Spider-Man must be like, here's the 12 characters you can use. <laughs> and every every Spider-Man video game is like, yeah, here you go. And I'm yeah. like, there's so many more characters. Well, so the DLC is interesting. So the DLC, mm-hmm. there's three of them. It's Silver Sable, uh, Black Cat, and Hammerhead. And I don't see Hammerhead in anything. He's so old. Yeah. That's cool. I, I like so that. Hammerhead's in there. Um, and then they make a bunch of references. Uh, I think the coolest things about this game is Avengers Tower is in it. Um, mm-hmm. So you can climb Avengers Tower. And if you actually perch on the light pole at the top of the tower, you get a trophy for perching on Avengers Tower called Heroes for Hire. Me and Frankie were just happy that they had the uh, Hell's Kitchen characters. I was, that's, that was my next thing. And then so you have to do landmark things. You take pictures of landmarks and they're, they're real world landmarks or so I thought. Because you know you're taking like Times Square and Central Park and all this stuff, and then I took a picture that was like Wakanda Embassy Nation. I was like, "What the? F- Wait, Wakanda's embassy? Just like the real world? The bar with no name? I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. so it's it's cool to see those. And then there is one other thing that I haven't unlocked yet. You unlock it at level fifty, the ability to find even more secret photograph locations. Okay. And I, I'm curious to see what those are. I don't know what those are, but I'm very close to uh, level 50. I've already beat the game, but that's the 100% yeah. mechanic that I'm working towards. I highly, highly, highly suggest, especially right now since it's on sale, if you guys want a good game to play, get Spider-Man. It's amazing. Okay. So a very strange detraction from Spider-Man to Scooby-Doo. Frank, you like Scooby-Doo, right? Hell yeah. Scooby-Doo's fucking awesome. I've always liked Scooby-Doo. I always thought it was dumb when I was growing up, but then I found myself watching 10, 12 episodes, and I was like, I guess it's not dumb. I'm enjoying I it. What's your favorite series of Scooby-Doo? Um, for me, not just because like I casually always say the they're sing the theme song, but What's New Scooby-Doo? 
I I'm, thought that was pretty good. I'm torn between mine. What's There's the an one? older, older one too. It's uh, it's not Dick Clark. Who voices uh, Shaggy in the older one? Oh, I don't know. It's not Dick Clark. I forgot who it is. It's another older guy. Like that was one of my favorites. Um, it's tied though because the one that had Scrappy doing it was also my favorite. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That one was really interesting because it had because they had Scrappy around for yeah. so many of the uh, journeys. Yeah. I know who it is too. It's a very famous uh, radio voice. Oh, Pat Clark. No, no, no. Um, That's gonna bother me. Yeah. Um, but so the the interesting news that came up was uh, sh- I almost said Shaggy Shaggy because I'm swiping it in right now. So look for it. Um, so Scooby Doo is getting another new series. It looks like, um, and it's called uh, uh, Scooby Doo and wait, what is it called? Scooby Doo and Guess Who? Sorry. Unfortunately, it's going to be on Boomerang, so it's one of those ones that nobody really has or pays attention to. <laughs> uh, Casey Kasem, that's who it was. Casey Kasem. Casey was, Kasem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah with yeah, Scooby Doo yeah. Mysteries. Um, but so the weird thing is, this makes me want to. I don't know if I don't think Boomerang is a paid a paid service. It might be a channel or something like that. I don't I th- know. I think it's a paid service. But actually. this it really grabbed my attention because Scooby Doo Guess Who is going to have a ton of guest stars on it, a ton. Okay, so kind of going back, kind of going back to like the I think the Mystery Days when they had like Harlem Globetrotters and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly, Batman. But this one had some strange ones, and I'm excited. Wonder Woman's going to be one. As old, interesting. Original Wonder Woman. I, I or think new so. I think old old original Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jaleel White is coming back to reprise his role as Urkel. So, <laughs> so, That's fun. So Urkel's going to be in this one. And I've seen a few other, um, like, I guess, very famous fictional characters, if yeah. that's what you want to say, that are going to make guest stars in this. So it really has my interest that they're going to bring in all these really random uh, people to solve uh, mysteries, I guess. I mean, it's Scooby-Doo. That's what they're going to do, right? I'm not too... That it's, it's too crazy because, I mean... I've, was it a year? I think it was a year ago that Supernatural legitimately had an episode where it was Scooby Doo, <laughs> where it was Supernatural deep. just can do whatever the hell they want right now. Yeah, and it, but it was it was pretty interesting because <laughs> just seeing Scooby and them dealing with like Supernatural stuff, you're like, this is way out of your league. <laughs> Supernatural could be like, we're just gonna have an hour long episode of Dean breathing, and girls are gonna be like, yes. <sighs> Supernatural's uh, I don't I don't really care for Supernatural, but I love it. I don't know. I'm just weird. Um, but yeah, Scooby Doo things get to they reach a certain level of popularity, and then you just seem to turn off, and you don't like it anymore. Which is funny. I will admit that with Attack on Titan, um, Attack on Titan blew up a, a couple years ago, three three years ago now, maybe three or four years ago. And for the longest time, everybody was talking about it. I was like, I'm not going to watch this shit. Everybody's talking about it. I don't give a shit. And then when it died down, I watched it and I was like, oh, that's why everybody's talking about it. It's actually good. As soon as people stopped caring about it, yeah, suddenly I'm I found st- myself liking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. No worries. I just, I was waiting for the hype to die down, but I mean, it makes sense. Um, I don't know if this is an unfortunate or fortunate news, but Venom 2 is officially happening. We thought it was, but no, it is now. It's officially started. <clears throat> I didn't think it was, but... Um, Whatever. I, th- I think it's dumb. Yep. Okay, next. I haven't even seen the first <laughs> one. without Spider-Man. Who cares? Let me like... Everybody's coming back to reprise their roles, too. So, Tom Hardy's coming back. Um, oh, God. What's his name that's doing Carnage is coming back? 
Woody Harrelson. Sorry. Yeah, I mean that's that was the big thing that people got excited yeah. about. Um, and then stepping back a few uh, notes, Sony still has plans for Black Cat and Silver Sable as TV shows or movies. So that's interesting that they want to do something with Silver Sable now. After after I just found out about it, I'm I'm so like blanking on who Silver Sable so is. So Silver like, Sable is my head. A Russian mercenary. Well, she's she she is a Russian woman, but she runs a Russian task force or mercenary task force that is. I just want to know what she looks I don't like. I don't think it's a heroes for hire. It's just a mercenary for hire. Which I mean, that's what a mercenary. She has silver is. hair, silver and black outfit, and she's very Russian. The uh, the game the Spider Man game definitely made sure to tell you that she was very she's very holy hot crap. and sexy. She's um, she's hotter in the damn comics. Holy where, yeah, where she's are super you? Super hot, uh, which is why people like her. I'm sure. Here you go, Silver Sable. Oh, <laughs> she's the leader of Sword. Is she? Yeah, isn't she like, or she works for Sword? It's well, supposed to be Wild Pack. I don't know any of these terms, so <laughs> yeah, I, I, I apparently got into Spider-Man way too late. They, you know they rename them, themselves all the time, so who knows? I don't know. Yeah, Sword Shield, no, uh, Wolfpack. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, since I just found out about Silver Sable, I thought it was fun news because I thought it was an interesting character, and I wanted to, I wanted to see more of it, and I, and I just literally got my wish. So, so Sony, make it happen. I'm excited. There it is again. I was trying not the to say that James is looking at. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to go without saying I'm excited this time, but it, I just failed. He gets lots of excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Frankie, you and I have the same. Well, I think all three of us have the same uh, affection for Taika Waititi. He's uh, a pretty cool dude. He's fucking funny. Uh, Taika Waititi is opposed, suppo- opposed it, supposedly stepping in to help the animated version of Flash Gordon. So. Okay. I know, Rich, you like Flash Gordon, so it seemed like you were excited about that, but, you know, I don't want them to ruin it. But on the flip side, it's Taika Waititi, so... Yeah, I actually trust him. You know, Flash Gordon is campy. It's 1950s sci-fi, evil overlord from another world. Um, It's kind of like, I don't know, it's it's just campy. That's that's how it should be. Hopefully it's campy. And if Korg doesn't make an appearance, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that was some interesting news today. Yeah. Um, I guess in my world, far, far more interesting news. Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have actually teamed up on something. They're not making a game, though. They're teaming up on their they're ideals. Not multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing multiplayer. <laughs> um, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have joined forces, and they're all speaking out against the tariffs that Trump is imposing on the gaming market. So Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are basically saying, fuck you, Trump. Stop taxing our shit. Well, I don't think 70-year-old voters care. They probably don't. But I also feel like the 20, 30-year-old generation just has more people. So, But they don't vote. This is also true. Go vote. Yeah, vote. (laughs) Go vote, guys. So we don't get this. Okay, yeah. We won't turn it into politics, but I don't like Trump. Um, But yeah, so Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo working together on this very loosely could come to fruition for something in the future. I doubt it, but they are all agreeing that they're, I feel like they're going to do something. I don't know what they can do as a company, but they're going to try and do something if, if Trump doesn't stop. So interesting. 
Um, there's a new One Punch Man video game coming. I did see that. That looked. It's funny because I've heard people like, "Why does the game look better than season two? <laughs> <laughs> well, so what I, I thought was what, what I thought was funny was so the same issue Superman has in video games. They put that they forced that issue into One Punch Man and played off of it. So One Punch Man, the trope is he can't be beat. Yeah, he beats everybody in one punch. And so I don't know how this game's gonna play, but the trailer showed him fighting people and him just standing there, just taking punches and being like, "I don't know what you guys are doing," and like literally turning around and I guess one punching somebody. Now, what are one punch's powers? Uh, Saitama's powers are that he trained really, really hard for several years. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I know. And lost all of his hair, and now he's the basically, I guess, the Captain America, or what, if that's what you want to call it, the, but, the top of every that's what single I was just thing. Confirming is yeah. that he's like a top level human. Yes. So, um, that's, that's what I think still allows a fun game. Yeah. Because you, you can make it even more of a puzzle game and be like, Oh, how are we going to like overcome this level or whatever? Well, see, but that's, what's weird with, uh, with Saitama. He's so overpowered the entire, se- if you watch the series, nothing, but it, but it doesn't have to be, but the fighting doesn't have to be the obstacle. It doesn't, but that's what it looked like they were trying to... Oh, yeah. That, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, see? it's not an obstacle. Um, the funniest thing, if you if you watch the first season, I, I think you might enjoy it if you actually watched it, is... So he meets up with this guy named Genos, who's basically all cybernetic. Mm-hmm. And Genos um, can shoot these big lasers out, and everybody's like, Genos is the best hero ever. He's class S. But every time something happens, Saitama is the one to f- fix it. Yeah. And Genos just always happens to be there. And they're like, Genos keeps saving us. And Saitama's yeah. like, what the fuck, man? I did that. It's just funny. No, and, and that's great. I, I, pres- like, I think that makes for an interesting hero. Whereas Superman can just walk through planets. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, how do we stop him? How do we make a, an interesting level on a video game that is true to the character? Where, where Saitama, um, he can't fly over mountain. He can't fly in his space. So he has no, to, he can't. He can't fly, can he? I don't think lack no. of flying I mean, is a huge thing. He <laughs> could. He can leap. Yeah, like like Superman. So it's not technically flying, but if yeah. there's something he can leap off of, he's yeah. practically flying. Sure. So if there's a mosquito, he can redirect his. He could just jump off the mosquito. I don't Super know. Super fun anime craziness. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, and it's it's hilarious. And, and so, but there, what you just described, you can totally like. You can imagine a video game design where you have to leap off a wall, jump off of a a flying dot. Yeah. And from there, you leap again. <laughs> and you can have wacky things and it'll feel fun. Yeah. Superman, you'll just be like, why doesn't he just like fly through the force fields and fly <laughs> through? Why doesn't he just like destroy the whole planet? I, I don't understand why. And it's like it's like Brightburn. Why doesn't he just face laser or eye laser this guy's face off? I don't why Just do that. Just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who's the, the character in the end of the first season? Uh, she's the girl that has the, I think she's basically the, the most powerful hero there that I don't know how to explain it. The most powerful hero present other than Saitama. She was the one that, could oh, do the that. green haired girl. Yeah, I forget. Like tsunami or something like that. Something I don't know. Like that. I think I saw her in the game too, which makes me even more excited to see what this game's going to do. Cause she was one, of, another one of my favorite characters in, in the show. Saitama being the best because I don't know. Saitama's attitude seems like he's it'd be my attitude if I was him. He like he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to go get some groceries and eat some food. 
And now he wants to be a hero because he realized that a hero makes money so he can get groceries and eat food. Um, But yeah, that should be a pretty fun game. Uh, This was news. Twitch has soft launched a whole new, what do you call it? Feature? Product? I don't even know if it's a product feature. Um, They're starting to roll out to specific people, but they're eventually going to roll it out to everybody. Uh, The option for Twitch streamers to do subscriber-only streams. Um, I think um, I want to start off by saying something because particularly for me, uh, I think that's great because now streamers can set up schedules uh, to be like, oh, every Thursday or whatever day they pick and be like, oh, on this day, I specifically only do subscriber like, Mm -hmm. oh, I still do like, you know, everybody can watch on like these like these days. But sorry, guys, like just uh, really like boo, like, you know give more emphasis to the subscribers and the people that are supporting you supporting me i want to give them a full day where it's literally just me and them yeah what what i think uh i think in the beginning a lot of people are gonna make kind of a a mistake and that is i think subscriber only streams are for people who have like 250 plus followers anybody who does that before will be driving off potential people so I'm hoping to see a Kripparian or Trump or maybe even a Moss. These are all streamers on Twitch that have uh, anywhere between 11,000 to 15,000 viewers mm-hmm. at a time. Mm-hmm. At, you know, yeah. uh, and they, they all play Hearthstone, Magic. Uh, I think Trump is trying to play some other games. They're all Trump is delightfully awkward. He's one of those guys that, you know, you make fun of at Comic-Con. I really, I, I like his brand of humor, but if you watch him, like, there was a really sexy girl that came up to him and, like, put his arms around him. He's like, can you get off me? I'm playing Hearthstone. Like, <laughs> just the way he does things is funny. Um, but seeing the ability for him, for these people to, like, Kaprarian especially, he uh, he's huge in the Hearthstone community. Yeah. Um, having a subscriber-only stream, I think, will make it, much more interesting for me to want to watch my favorite streamers and then the streamers being able to finally react or talk to their subscribers because specifically uh, Crips stream, you can't read anything with how, with 15,000 people talking in a chat room at the, at the same time, mm-hmm. your chat little bubble is gone in a blink. You, oh yeah. You can't see anything. So I feel like they have to fix that because, um, Twitch, it, Twitch. it is fixed. It is fixed. It's fixed by them doing donations, and now your chat is audible and visible to the streamer. Yeah. So that's basically, how they do it. yeah, basically, that's how they they get you. Is like you could try and see if your streamer will get, happen to see your bubble when he reads chat, but if not, just guarantee it by five dollars. Five dollar most no, sometimes streams, even a dollar just yeah, to put up but one chat. Majority thing? majority of streamers to just kind of emphasize to making money and like to putting it. Uh, usually they put it at the it's five dollars to, to have your chat seen, which is a very important point. It is five dollars to subscribe to a channel. So now instead of using five dollars to have your one chat bubble be seen by the streamer, now you subscribe to them. You have your subscriber only yeah. viewing, and now they can talk to you mm-hmm. permanently. So it, it's just, it really opens up a lot of, I mean, different things that sh- streamers can really do with 
subscribers. It's really just trying to make the people who are subscribers feel a little more um, rewarded, rewarded yeah. for paying because honestly, it, it like that's why I never subscribed to anybody. Yeah, on you Twitch don't get anything for it. They were like, "Oh yeah, the emotes, cool." I don't really talk in your chat room. I'm sorry. Like as somebody, well, as you somebody don't have to who talk is, in their chat room. You can use that emote in anybody's chat room. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, for me, I'm not somebody who really chats too much in people's streams purely for what something you were saying before, and then also. Um, who am I talking to? Like, yeah, it, it just, it, it, there are people who have replied to me and there are people who I've, I've made friends from the few times I've chatted, but most of the time. I know uh, that if you come to my stream, I will gladly talk to you because I have a total of zero viewers on a normal basis. So, um, a special shout out to Aussie friend of the show, friend of the show. Aussie, uh, is still one of our subscribers. To our Twitch channel that we haven't even Which turned gives on. Me grief. So uh, yeah. I'm uh, my college degree is finishing up, so uh, I plan on restarting the channel. Yeah. Um, soon. Um, I I had some maybe not some ideas for it, but I mean it that is that's your channel, so I feel like I think we should do your things on your channel, and then if I wanted to do uh, Heroes of the Storm, I'll you know I got my own. Yeah. I don't think I need to. Yeah, that's semantics. Anyways. Um, Twitch doing this, I think, could open it up. But I've seen a lot of fallback from it, too. People are saying that it's just another capitalist you know, move to take more money. I don't think it is. I really think it's Twitch's version of, we're going to find a way to support your subscribers. I, I mean, I think it just makes sense because it allows people to say, hey, spend your money here on Twitch. I don't have to set up a separate Patreon where... Yeah, you know, you go over there to support me. Just stay here. Which and it's funny because porn has been doing this for the last three or four years yeah, now. I was gonna say <laughs> that, like for cam girling and uh, all those shows, you can watch them for free, or if you if you feel a little frisky, you if pay you for want a little the real action. deal, like you just pay money. Like I mean, and it's funny that it took Twitch this long to be like, hey, wait, porn does this. We should do this. So. I mean, legitimately, the the only other thing to it is if, like, somebody could have a pay to do a private show, then I'd be like, oh, well, all right, yeah, Twitch, which, where are you going with Twitch's, this? Twitch's rules are still in force even in a subscriber-only yeah. stream. So they're like, just because you're in a subscriber-only stream, that doesn't mean you can take your shirt off or, you know, you can go on which racist rants or yeah. anything. You can't do that. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, is they said that they're going to have a preview of the subscriber-only stream every time they stream. So I'm assuming it's either going to grab a clip or something that you have, or it's going to have a five-second, ten-second clip. Oh, I'm sure you could stream. probably still watch clips from uh, a subscriber yeah. only. So I guess that that's another thing. Like, it, watch the person's clips that day and see if maybe you're like, oh, this this looks hilarious. This ex this is exactly how I found two or three of the streamers that I like to watch because I saw a clip on a YouTube channel once, and I was like, this shit was funny. I'm going to go yeah. watch them, and then I'm like, oh, these guys are actually fucking funny. Uh, shout out to Pally Time if he's listening. I fucking love you, man. So, I mean, you're probably not, but it's okay. Um, I think we got a few more news bits, and then we're going to jump into our corners. Uh, Feige confirmed. We've already said this. Feige confirmed that uh, Far From Home is the final Infinity Saga movie. Yep. So, so they're calling it that, that first 10 years of movies yep. or whatever. Yep. Um, and then last... Whoa, whoa. Why my thing's going all over the place? Sorry. Um, my... Okay, uh, James Gunn 
his Suicide Squad movie started filming, or we'll we'll start, we'll. We'll start filming September 23rd, and it's going to wrap January 31st. So that is four or five months of shooting. Yep. That's a that's a very quick it's time. Filming frame. in Georgia, uh, Georgia making abortion illegal. Um, this may be some of the last big movies being shot there. Yeah, and it might even change. Uh, I know they're they're threatening. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to adjust these things last minute or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, George is going to lose a lot of money for their uh, basically like there's been of there's been a couple too. Yeah. I think Alabama might be next. They're like we're not going there anymore because yep. you want to ban abortion. We're just not going to use your state. Sorry. Yeah, these areas had like really good tax credits because they have a lot of nature yep. areas for you to film in. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting way for the uh, the film industry to fight back and and win. Now this is what's ridiculous, and because uh, I just feel like you guys often. Well, Frankie actually is better about this, but James, you always seem to not know people. <laughs> I don't do you, know. Do you know who the polka dot man is? I don't know is? who the polka dot man is. <laughs> to be fair, I knew who the purple man was well before Jessica Jones came out. And that okay. I feel like is a, that's a lesser that's known a, that's character. That's a lesser, that's kind of a win for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, guys. I so got if one. You, if you Google polka dot man, he's a DC character who whose outfit is covered in dots. And he can take these dots and he can... Um, yeah. Right, right. Uh, he they're they're portals, right? Is it an yeah. Acme thing? Yeah. It's an Acme thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh they, shit! He's just he literally I forget. I forget what I because he came up in a cartoon. I forget. He's so weird. He is because he just like when he came into the episode that I'm thinking of. I just remember him like saying something and then maniacally laughing, just being like, <laughs> just throwing, throwing dot, and I'm like, what is? Whoa, okay, you're a weirdo. Yeah. I will finally catch that roadrunner. Wait, this is the wrong. <laughs> Sorry. It's a weird character. I don't know what they're doing. The, uh, James Gunn refuses to say if it's a sequel or a reboot. But see, I mean, first of all, I respect James Gunn as a director very much, so I, I think do. he can sure. do it. And second of all, when I first read that Jessica Jones was getting Purple Man, I was like, what the fuck? They're not going to do Purple Man, right? Are you kidding me? It was amazing. It was amazing. They did it. Awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> so I don't think. I mean, maybe per, polka dot man's thing but is this. But he's not a joke character in the comics. Yeah, that's correct. Purple man Whereas is not. Polka dot man is a joke character. <laughs> he's very <laughs> because almost all the characters in DC are joke characters. <laughs> they're all. They're all Batman's weird. a fucking joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you've got like you've got Justice League, and then like and Teen Titans, and then everybody else is kind of weird. Yeah. We got Batman. Oh, yeah, we got Man Bat. All right, dude. Back up. <laughs> it's the same company. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> All right. And that sounds like a good transition to comic, comic books corner. We'll get Frankie to give us like a like an intro line that we'll just hit a button and play. We're not there yet, guys. It take, right. takes time. Hey. So DC Comics has canceled Vertigo Comics. Damn. And uh, it, basically, DC Comics... They had Vertigo, which they started in the 90s. They had DC Zoom, and they had DC Inc. So they had four different imprints, minimum. I actually think they might have had a couple of those, like small imprints, but imprints are just the brand that they, that they release the comics under. And it's supposed to help people understand whether they should let their kids read it or not. And I guess if you want to see the outline of Batman's penis then you should be reading Black Label. That's that's the point. Yeah. You see Black Label is for people who want to see Batman's uh, you know, outline of his penis. That's important. <laughs> and then, um, I'm I sorry. See I, the, I, I, I tried it. Just not. 
I want to see the outline of uh, Harley Quinn's cleavage. Oh, that's like every comic book. Never mind. Every comic yeah, book. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, well, well now um, what they're doing is they they're gonna have three imprints, and it's gonna be very straightforward. Instead of right, because is DC Zoom? What age is DC Zoom? What age is DC Ink? I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Uh, and I didn't even bother because it's nobody canceled. had time for that. It's already canceled. They're like, I don't yeah. need to learn that. Uh, DC Kids, ages eight to twelve. Um, DC is going to be thirteen and up. Black Label is going to be seventeen and up. That's easy. Super, yeah, super straightforward. But so with them uh, creating these imprints, does that mean we might see more adult content come out for our major characters under the Black Label, and then more kids content coming out? Does that mean they're going to open these up to to these groups? Well, that what's really interesting about that is some of the comics that are released under the DC line by this by this tier of seventeen and up, they don't belong in DC anymore. Hmm. Right. If, if the moment you have too much violence, basically it doesn't belong for thirteen years old and up. Yep. So either they're going to have to cancel it, or they're going to have to tame things down. And that's that's really the only problem that the like the gossip in the industry is, well, they really want to make black label to seem exclusive. That's what they've done so far is they're they're short runs. They're not permanent runs generally. And it's you're going to be a little shocked. Like, right. Every when you see Batman's penis outline. <laughs> You're like I can never unsee this. Yeah. Do they just have that as a comic? Like, like the the name of the comic is Batman's Penis. <laughs> Episode one. I'm sure there's some writer crying because that's what I'm like putting in people's heads. Yeah, but it's there, and they did it. it. Well, so no, and they did it for a reason. You can't tell me the illustrator and the writer did not do that for a reason. They knew what would happen when they did this. They knew it would it would cause some controversy, and it did. You know, I totally forgot about DC Inc. when they announced it. I'm not forgetting about Black Label. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's penis issue too. Um, what, what I do think is interesting about this is, you know, the the previous DC president Diane Nelson, she's the one who created all these different imprints. And she's like, oh, people like it'll be cool branding, DC Zoom, DC Ink, like it'll be cool branding, and like kids want hip things with like cool names. And then they're like, you know what? Um, the new president is like, you know what? Parents just want to know. <laughs> Nobody gets your shit. Okay? Yeah. What can I buy for my kid? And if it says DC Kids, chances are I can buy it for my kid. Yeah. That's right. It seems easy and, and fair. And Black Label sounds like alcohol, so uh, I probably shouldn't give that to my teenager. Which is funny because kids won't know what Black. Well, most kids won't know what Black Label means. Yeah. And then the, the adults will be like, "Well, that says Black Label on it. No, you can't have that." The thing that I think is, and the new president is Pamela Lifford, by the way, just for people keeping the score. Uh, what I think is interesting is if there's another new president, they might change all the imprints again. <laughs> I hope not, though. I like that. This is this is easy. I will. I already have these memorized. Yeah. And I've already forgotten the old imprints that I can't. The only I way to make it any easier is instead of it calling it DC Kids, it's just DC eight through seventeen, or eight through thirteen, DC seventeen and up, DC way older and up. I just <laughs> think it should be DC Kids. DC, and then DC Batman's penis. <laughs> Batman's penis. That's it. You know the next and, issue. And wait, wait, wait. And it's not even. It's not. It doesn't say Batman's penis. It's the outline. <laughs> <laughs> There's no label for it. It's just the black label. The black. The black label. It's just <laughs> the outline. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, James, you want to tell us what was that number? The number has been 
has been revealed. Okay, so I think we talked about it in the last podcast. Maybe we did. Um, so there was some webbing in the shape of a number four that popped up on Marvel's Never website. Went crazy. And everybody lost their shit and said, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man crossover coming. <laughs> and I then like the next, that's what people jump yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it, it's and number four in webs. So, well, And it said Marvel Comics. I Okay, I guess like people are just like, but... I don't know. It also looked like the posters for the original. It it was was all blue. The number four looked exactly the same number four as the Fantastic Four would have. Well, but I don't know. I mean, the the webbing numbers looked like the posters for the original Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So so people are like, oh, remember the number two uh, poster for for Spider-Man 2, the original old Spider-Man 2? This must be the four. and, And they said it was not the movies. So people were like, oh, they're going to release the comic book of the original script for Spider-Man 4. No. No. So, so the so Fantastic Four Spider-Man crossover was very short-lived because the very next day when Spider-Man 3 popped up on their website, they were like, Spider-Man 3 now featuring now not featuring the thing or something like that. Yeah. But, um, it, that was at a point when people figured out it's a countdown mm-hmm. and the countdown uh, popped up. We finally got to zero, and I think I'm interested in what was announced, but everybody and their mother who's into our sphere knows who J.J. Abrams is. He is the king of remaking things and making them successful. Oh, to me, he's lost. That, well, okay, so that is, that is a, um, what am I thinking of? That is a solo IP, like, by by itself. Solo IP, yeah. Yeah. So he he did that, and he did Star Trek. Yeah, he did Star Trek. He did Star Wars. That didn't go so well. He, well, he did the first. He only did the first. Uh, the first one. It was pretty good. Yeah, the second one is the one Ryan Johnson did that everybody hates for some reason. Yeah, I mean it was pretty bad, but. <laughs> and J.J. Abrams is coming back to fix the third one, so everybody calls him the king of you know refixing everything, the king of remakes. That's and, right. Uh, That's right. He does. He does seem to fix things. Yes, yeah. um, he's coming with his son to make a limited run five issue spider-man comic with uh a villain that we just got the name of we don't know anything else about the villain i watched that um that release trailer thing three or four times and the only thing we got was his name is cadaverous we have no idea who he is what he is what his powers are what he does nothing we know it's going to be a a conflict resolution within five issues because it's only five issues people at home just for a moment, guess what the name of a series f- penned by uh, by these two people, both Abrams, with a villain named Cadaverous. You will not be able to to predict how amazing this series name is going to be. What do you think? What do you think they'd call it? The villain's Cadaverous. Spider Man Cadavers. I don't know. You're you're almost there. Almost. It's just called Spider Man. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing. That's all it is. It's just Spider-Man. I have loved the Marvel names for some of their like series, yeah. like Original Sin, Fear uh, Itself, Fear Itself. Yeah, yeah they Fear have some, Itself. So like, that was good. such a oh man. It's like I don't care what this is about. I want to read it. it, it yeah. Well, because that that it's a, it's a half of a phrase, yeah. and it invokes exactly what they're trying exactly. to do. The only thing to fear is Fear Itself. And when you call your comic Fear Itself, you're like, what the fuck is so scary about this? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Or I don't know. Uh, or, there there was a comic to explain Savage Lands, and it was just called 
Savage Lands. Yeah, I was right? just saying, aren't you reading the Savage Avengers? I mean, I, I, yeah, and it is in Savage Lands. <laughs> it's Avengers in Savage Lands, I guess. Um, speaking of Savage Avengers, so they've released the second comic, and uh, again, this is another branch off the Avengers, except it has all the savage heroes, or really kind of all the anti heroes, basically. So it has um, Electra, Wolverine, Venom, um, Conan, which is unusual, and it has no Deadpool, n- no Deadpool. It only ha- it has the savage antiheroes, the killers. Okay. Really, the- and I guess Deadpool is a killer, but he's goofy. Sabretooth? Not yet. Okay, he's also not an antihero. He's well, yeah, he's just a villain. <laughs> he's just a villain, but he might be in there later yeah. on. When I think um, Savage, anything, I, that's the first thing I think of is Sabretooth. So I know a lot of people kind of wonder, should they investigate a new series or not? And then if if people don't, they cancel the series. So I'm continuing to read it, and I just wanted to share a little bit. Uh, we know who is in the Savage Avengers, but each comic, they're only releasing a couple new characters. So in the first comic, they basically introduced how Wolverine and Conan meet each other. In this comic, they introduce how venom and punisher get introduced <laughs> so uh we still we know we know punisher's the hand, like sup bro <laughs> the hand is involved so it makes sense for electro to eventually show up okay um and the hand basically is very very much like the evil sorcerers from the <laughs> conan series so if you know the iconic evil sorcerers who like summon do weird rituals that's the hand yeah uh hand leadership they still have ninja hand like running around and if you got time. if you have face masks on you're fighting turtles that's the foot that's the foot not the hand <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because i always wondered if they would do a foot hand foot crossover I don't... well i know the turtles just hit a comic they're uh, what, batman i think batman and the turtles no yeah because yeah, dc yeah. dc does most of theirs right so the hand and foot could come together <laughs> and just make the body i don't know the body. <laughs> um, they did have some interesting things i don't know if this is a common trope but apparently wolverine can save people by um giving them his blood so i don't okay. know if that's a thing but um it's interesting and uh i don't know uh the series is a little i could just imagine <laughs> From now on, just like Wolverine going, the blood of Logan. I mean, in this case, he cuts somebody open and then drips his own blood into their heart. Oh, well, that's pretty savage. It's savage. Jesus. this This is very, very Conan. Okay. So this is really, this is more a Conan series than it is anything else. And, uh, I don't know. It's, it's good, but... I can't wait to get past the introductions and get to actually like... <laughs> Let's see some fighting. Yeah. I mean, they have lots of yeah. endless fighting and dying of, of everybody. But <laughs> um, I, I would say hold off on this series yet. And hopefully I have good news. The third or fourth episode yeah. when we finally get back. Like the whole Savage Avengers will have been introduced and they're all fighting the big bad or whatever. All right. Hell yeah. And we'll move on to Meeple Mania. Who, who wants to try the German? Talder Vikinger. Vikinger. Talder Vikinger. There you go. I don't uh, know why I just had to sound like Hitler or something like that. I don't. So I always just try to name a couple of games every uh, every episode. Uh, this just won 2019 Children's Game of the Year. Um, that's tends. To, Wait, what does Talder Vikinger actually translate to? Uh, it's. Uh, 
it's I don't in English the English name is Valley of the Vikings. I don't think that's a straight translation, but it's pretty close. Okay. Um, what's kind of cool about it is you make these little cardboard boats, and then you put coins in them, and you. It's the fucking and, Lost Vikings from Blizzard as a board game. <laughs> they do kind of look like the same little boat, <laughs> and then you flip the boats into the middle of the board and try to knock over barrels. And then those are what you get. Again, this is a, a children's game, but I I love tactile games where you yeah, where you have to actually do something. Do there's, something. There's a cooking game like that where you have to shake out spices from a jar, but you can't shake out the wrong ones. And then the final the final recipe, you have to cook an egg. You actually have a fake little pan and a fake egg, and you have to, <laughs> and you have to flip yeah. it to the other side. That, I love that. It's so I mean, it's not every week. I don't want to play that kind of yeah. game every week, but uh, yeah, this looks fun. Uh, it's going to be available before the end of 2019, Valley of the Vikings. Um, so this, this is another game. You can actually get this now. Jaws. Bruce. Sorry, I just like to call him by his real name. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a two to four player game where one person plays the role of the shark. Oh, Danny's going to want this one so bad. <laughs> the other person plays the humans. Um, <sighs> the more humans you manage to eat the more special powers the shark gets. The shark has special <laughs> power. I, I think it looks great. Um, Target regularly has buy two, get one free. It just ended like last week. So you have to wait like another month or so yeah. before it comes back. But uh, I, I would keep an eye out for it. It looks fun and different. I would also like to point out, since we're talking about Jaws, and everybody calls it the Jaws game, even though it's not, there's a, a video game coming out in the exact same vein as this. It's called Man Eater, and you play as a shark, and it's got what appears to be the Grand Theft Auto engine running on it. You play as a shark, and your whole goal is to just eat people. But it's not Versus. I, it might be. We don't know yet. Because Versus would be like um, Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Which, which was, that was I mean, also that fun crazy, game. super <laughs> successful, so... Yeah, I, I, Man Eater is a game that a lot of people are waiting for. I want Nightmare on Elm Street, one versus everybody else. That'd be cool, and especially Nightmare on Elm Street three, where people could get special powers by controlling their dreams, and it didn't help them at all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that they could do a lot of fun stuff with that one versus everybody else kind of mechanic. I'm I'm I really really tend to love. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. So asymmetrical games I love, mm -hmm. where it's one versus yeah. many, or competitive co-op, where you are, you're competing, but it, you're doing it cooperatively. Something like um, uh, the DC deck building game. Oh, I, I love team versus team. Yes. Uh, especially asymmetric team versus team. I yeah. don't want everybody to be the same. Yeah. Give us all different powers, and then let's... let's yep. Yeah, I love it. All right, and this is a this is a reprint, but it's going to be um, a new edition, Starfarers of Catan. So it looks pretty cool. Uh, the first one didn't, I don't think, did it that well, but they're revising the graphics, they're revising the game materials. It's going to be basically the same rules of Settlers of Catan, but it's in space, which for some people they're totally bored by the theme of Settlers of Catan. I don't know that I've even opened my copy. I mean, I've played it I, plenty of times. I was going to say, I would like to point out, Catan has won every award imaginable. Exactly. It's, it's an amazing the, the, game. The rules are amazing. I fucking hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> it will also end relationships, too, if you play it. 
I've seen a meme that was like um, Monopoly was like I, I I I make people fight with each other and Uno's like I end friendships and Settlers of Catan comes in cracking its knuckles is like I end relationships. <laughs> Have you seen the Settlers of Catan movie? I knew there was one coming, but I didn't see it yet. Oh, it's old. It's old. Oh. The Settlers of Catan movie is it has the um, it has the girl and the guy from Angel. Okay. And uh, they get into brutal fights as they, they play it all night long. Um, and it like unearths like every horrible thing in their, their marriage. Is they're like getting vile and spiteful about things. And like that, that robber comes out and then uh, finally one of them dies. Yeah. It's brutal. Interesting. Super, yeah, fun, that, super fun, crazy movie. That, that game can... It's a fun game, but I tell you what, that that causes some some fights. <laughs> you put that robber there, I'll stab you in the neck. You're like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> uh, Starfares of Catan comes out Q4 of this year, so uh, if you miss it the first time, uh, it's going to look any, even better, have better materials, and I think it's going to be cool. Expect it what November October ish time frame. <laughs> yeah, so, it's a good game to bring to a place of people you never want to see again. <laughs> And then to uh, to end it off, we've been playing Journeys in Middle Earth, and uh, Frankie, <laughs> we have played three games, and we were on the first level. <laughs> well, we played the we played the yeah. first and second. Technically, we're horribly. on the second level. So I'd like to point out, we lost horribly, horribly. on the second level. First turn, we lost, and we did not, and and we lost the first game too. Yep. And the the way it works, guys, there's an app. And it's a campaign. There's 12 or 13 games. And every time you lose, they push you forward, but with less stuff than if you were to win. And we pushed forward. They told us, keep playing, go to the next level, even though we lost. Yeah. And that was a sign. If you can't win the first one, maybe just always restart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you lose the third or fourth one, keep going. Because even want, even in the first, uh, on our retry of the first yeah, one, we still got pretty say, close to losing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, like I say, you you should just keep playing that first one until you beat it, and then you're ready. Yes. Again, if you lose the third, don't restart. Yeah. That's dumb. Yep. You're gonna keep restarting every time. Yeah. Like we're not gonna win twelve games in a row. I don't think. I don't think it's it's set to maybe make you lose one or two, but. Yeah, but don't lose every single one. <laughs> yeah. <And> just <laughs> don't start off losing. Um, I would also like to point out in games like this, this was a uh, who made it's a uh, fantasy flight game. Fantasy flight games uh, has done a lot of stuff like this, like the yeah. Mansions of Madness. They're all app based. Yeah. If the game suggests that you do something, we suggest that you do it. So if the game suggests that Aragorn should be the captain, you should probably make Aragorn you, the captain the first time you play. Through. You should exactly master it on default. Yes, and then move on. Yes. this kind of game is hard. And I mean, and on easy mode, it's yes. hard. And even even more so, if the game is telling you to do an objective, do that objective. Oh, man, don't don't try to like think. Oh, if they told us to go left, they secretly want us to go right. No, because if you go right, you'll die. <laughs> you'll die. And it's like, and the, and, the, and the designers are like, we don't understand. The app kept telling you, <laughs> like it told you exactly what you needed to do. We said go left ten times. Why'd you go right? Wait, so. We also, we didn't check that treasure chest, did we? We failed. We, we did not get all the treasure we could have gotten. And I don't think it's possible. No, we did, because that treasure chest had a torch in it. No, the treasure chest is what we got out of the secret. Oh, the secret cave that Leiden kept going into. The cool thing about this game, guys, is that you can play this game 
probably at least three times and have a different experience each each level three yes. times. Because Mansions of Madness, first edition, it was all cardstock. So you had to do what the app does. And there was like um, four different choices that each had three different possibilities. Yeah. So there was like 12 different permutations per map. And there was like 10 maps. Yeah. Now there's 13 missions. And we know the the first map was pretty dramatically different. Yeah. It was the same goal. Same goal. Yeah. But completely, I was, because I pointed out when I put down the first or second piece for the map on the second uh, run through, I was like, this isn't the same map. <laughs> this has holes in it. The so other map didn't have holes in it. And our first treasure in the first one was um, a pocket watch or old pipe. No, no, no. It pipe. was the pipe. It was old pipe. And the pipe gives you, I think, it, an inspiration. Uh, no, no, no. When you scout, it lets you draw another card. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty nice. Which is what Frankie does just standing next to him now in the, in yeah. the second run through. So The second time we got a torch. Frankie, you're an old pipe now. <laughs> so everything's random. Yeah. I, I To a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun. They're not going to give you like Gandalf staff in the first level. Um, like. Some people don't switch games every couple weeks like we do. So I think this game has a lot of playability. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pricey. 75 bucks uh, MSRP, I think. It's, it's worth it. I really think it's worth it. Um, the, the characters, like the models and everything that they have, they're, they're good. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, uh, the, the monster tokens, that's what you want to call them. The little, the little figures, they are paintable if you wanted to do that. Yeah. The, the resolution on these, they're highly detailed. Yes. And I think if, um, if you like painting them, it's going to be, they're going to be real nice. Yeah. Um, I did not sponsored. I, no. I just like the game. <laughs> I did notice one thing, though, in playing with the monster tokens, because when we played through, I was in charge of putting the map together and putting down the monster mm-hmm. tokens. We had orcs and, and goblins. I think it was goblins? Mm-hmm. Goblin scouts? Yeah. Come out almost the entire time. When they came out, I looked down at the tokens that were left. There is only three or four different types left. This is the first mission, and we've seen almost all of the permutations, I guess, of the tokens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, unfortunately, you have to blame Tolkien. <laughs> yeah. he's dead he can't defend himself <laughs> there was not that many monsters there, yeah. there just isn't so and treants aren't monsters right? they're actually allies I think they'll eventually give us a treant yeah. I know um, like I'm a little bit surprised we don't have spiders we have we have wargs orcs goblins and trolls and then there was some wraith looking thing not yeah not one it, of the uh, uh, it's a white yeah it's a white it wasn't one of the um Crap, what are the guys that chase... Ringwraiths. Ringwraiths, yeah. It's not a ringwraith. In the original story, right, they go into a barrel, uh, right? Because in the Scotlands or whatever, they yeah. have these um, these mounds where people buried old kings and stuff like that. So, yeah, they have one of those things. It's a barrel white is uh, what technically they're they're yeah. like called in Scotland or whatever. But I think out of if you're if you're listening to this, out of all the monsters we just said, I think that's the only tokens that are left. Like that are in there, so I'm assuming there's going to be different, you know, placements, and there's going to be more or less or something yeah. like that, and they're going to be harder. I did like that, by the way. The app will tell you put down a goblin scout, yep, and you put down a goblin scout. You put down three goblin scouts, put a flag with it to note notate uh, which group it is, so you know when it says these three move together, they move together. But even more so, 
each one of those groups could have a modifier on them to make them terrifying or to make them large yeah, different. or to do any, and each one of these keywords that are on them changes how they are. Like there's armored, there's large, there's terrifying. Like each one of those things changed how they, how they react. And it's super interesting. Like Bilbo doesn't want to go fight uh, a large um, mo- um, villain, but he can fight an armored one because he can pierce. I really like that. Um, everybody had a moment to shine last yeah. game in, in the game where we played it right. Yeah. Every like Frankie unlocked the final objective and um, I was basically just killing things. Yeah. I was, I was standing right next to Lydon on his last attempt to open it to guard the damage that would have killed him. Yeah. So it felt um, like everybody had a job. And then uh, Danny actually got the winning, <laughs> yeah. the winning skill check in something she's not even good at. So, <laughs> But that was it. We, roll, it was like wit, I think. And she had two wit. Yeah, she and had two wit. Like the lowest in the game. Second oh, I got to it. last chance. Because I don't think you would have survived. <laughs> None of us would have survived. There was too no, many I mean, monsters out. But you still had two actions left. So even if you had like tried to move over, yeah. that would have used up one of them. Yep. And then you would have had one chance to yep. roll wits. And I don't think Gilly I have two. Do it. I have two wits as well. He's he's not a bright guy. And you might not even have survived all the attacks. <laughs> yeah. I had seven, eight monsters on me. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. You you were holding back the entire army, which is totally like the, <laughs> which is really funny because one of the guardian cards is they shall not pass. <laughs> so I was like, I'm doing my job. Man, it's so, so cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Um, well, thanks for listening. Um, we hope that you enjoyed it. Let us know on Smash Bomb or yeah. on any of our our social media sites if you did like us, what you don't like, what you want to see, and uh, we'll see you later. I think we have a special episode coming up yep. next. Um, it's going to be a pretty, uh, serious one, serious one. Yeah. So pay attention to that. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye guys. Peace out. I waved again. <laughs>